Hey guys, I'm recording this here on April 5th. It's Sunday. Everyone's trying to survive the crisis. Quick note to you guys, we are moving. You know, you used to delay these episodes by, you know, four to eight months after we recorded them in terms of releasing them on the podcast. We've changed that. A lot of these interviews you're going to hear over the next many months are going to be ones we recorded only days prior. We think that's a smarter way to run the show. I've made the change. So expect more urgent information coming out. Secondly, I am getting destroyed on iTunes reviews by these people that say Nathan's rude, he's hard hitting, blah, 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 which by the way, I am. It's part of my style. It's what works. The problem is people that love that style never take the time to go leave a five-star review. So I only get one or five-star reviews on iTunes. And right now there's a streak of one-star reviews that is driving me crazy. It would mean the world to me, guys. If you're loving the show, you love how direct I am, you like the style, if you go leave a review on iTunes now, if you do that and tweet it to me, text it to me, email it to me, whatever you want. I'm going to reply with a very special surprise. I think a lot of you guys will really like it is heavy, heavy data oriented. All right. So I appreciate that. Thanks guys. Enjoy the show. Launched inside a bigger company in 2007, spun out in 2016. Now 1,400 customers paying 200 bucks a month. So doing about $290,000 per month in revenue up from 230,000 bucks a month, just about a year ago. So 30% year over year growth rate. They're very profitable. 45% EBITDA taking about 130 grand per month to the bottom line. They did have to raise about 10 million bucks about a year and a half, two years ago to buy out a founder and another guy that owned about 80% of the company. But now just uh, Steve and his, and his team building the company, 30 people in England just brought on a CRO, 8% logo turn annually, uh, doing net revenue retention of about 105% each year, spending two grand to get a new $200 per month customer. So eight and a half month payback period, assuming, uh, you know, they assume about a five-year LTV of about 12 grand as well. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Steve Arnold. He's been working with a team growing it fast uh, around his company called eDays, an absence management software. They did, leading the commercialization and growth of their award-winning global employee leave tracking and absent management solution, uh, he led them from startup phase to their current market leading position and securing private equity backing to further accelerate the growth. Steve, ready to take us to the top? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So just to be clear, are you, is this your baby? Did you found the company or you joined later? Yeah, I joined, um, and a friend of mine had a company that was specialized in, as a web agency, um, and I joined him in order to grow that company, and then we started eDays as a product within that company. So I've been with eDays from the start, although there was a pre-existing company with, within which we incubated the product. So what, what was day one for eDays? What year? Uh, 2007. Okay, 2007. Now today, it's its own private company? Yeah. Yeah, we carved it out in uh, March 2016 as its own legal entity, but we'd run it as a separate company division within this other parent company that we had at the time. Okay, let's talk more about that later. But first, give us like product context. What's the company doing? How do you make money? Yeah, sure. So we're a specialist HR solution focused on absence management. So that's leave tracking and absence management. Uh, it's a business solution um, in terms of how we make money. Uh, it's a subscription model, so it's per person per year um, fee or per month fee, uh, but we bill annually up front. Um, the value proposition is really it helps companies be super efficient in this area, which most companies need to run um, some sort of uh, process to manage employee leave and, and, and time off an absence. Uh -huh. um, eDays does that really well. It helps them be compliant to the local rules. It's used globally, um, so it can be uh, customized for different parts of a different company based on what requirements it might have. And if used properly, it'll reduce the absenteeism within a company. So Steve, um, is this more kind of enterprise level? What's the average company paying you per month for this? Well, it's a real range. Um, so we've got some companies that are paying us as little as $50, $100 per month. 
for the system, but we've also got our larger sort of mid-market enterprise, I'd call them, um, companies that are paying six and a half, seven thousand pound uh, dollars per month. I'm, I'm using the numbers in dollars rather than pounds to make it sure. your audience. Thanks for doing that. Yeah. So, so just because we don't have time to go on every cohort, I mean, so what would you say a fair average is if you look across your entire base right now, a thousand a month yeah. or what? Um, an, average, an average customer has got about 150 employees and they're paid about $200 per month. Okay, two hundred per month and one hundred fifty yeah. employees. So you're really only charging like a dollar twenty, a dollar ten per employee, something like that. Yeah, interesting. Okay, very good. So launched in two thousand and seven, spun it out in twenty sixteen. Walk me through that process. Is the parent company on the cap table of the new entity? No, no. Um, so we in, in March twenty sixteen, I basically sold my interest in the other company, which um, I had negotiated with the start founder founder of that company. Um, I sold my interest in that and just retained E days. Um, the 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 other partner that I had at the time, the founder of, of the uh, parent company, um, came with us to the new business, the E-Days Absence Management Solution uh, System Company. Um, and then I bought him out in November 2017 um, with private equity uh, backing. So um, the previous company is, is no longer on the scene. Okay, interesting. All right, and so over the time period from 2007 all the way up to today, how many customers have you scaled to? We got 1,400 customers now. Okay, and is there a free plan or no? No free plan. Okay, so 1400 at 200 bucks a month, you're doing about 280 grand a month in revenue? Yeah. Okay, and where were you exactly a year ago so we understand growth rate? So it was quite slow to begin with because we were incubating <laughs> E-Days within this other parent company and our focus really was on the other company at the time because that was the one that was making us the money. Uh, we didn't get any outside investment to fund E-Days, so it was all organically funded. So it was quite slow to begin with. I mean, it took us about 10 years or um, nine, nine to 10 years to get to 1,000 customers. Um, and then over the last 12 months, we've signed up another 330-odd customers um, and added about... Um, uh, dollar value, uh, about £600,000 worth of uh, recurring revenue as a business over the last 12 months. Okay. So if, again, if you're doing today $280,000 per month, what were you doing a year ago? Was it two hundred grand a month or what? Um, yeah, it would have been about that. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to use uh, convert to dollars again. So yeah, it would have been about that amount that you say. So, so that would have been about £180,000 per month. Something like that. Okay, yeah. good. So, so not doubling year over year, but call it maybe 40, 50% year over year growth is kind of where you're at today. Yeah, actually the numbers that you state are probably a little bit inflated. So it's more about uh, our ARR has grown about 30% over the last 12 months. Okay, and so where are you today in terms of run rate? So our recurring revenue is um, 2.7 million pounds. Okay, so we'll call it about, that's about 3 million bucks, right? Divided yeah, by about, 12 months. About, yeah, about three and a half million dollars, I think. Uh, Got it. About it. Good. So yeah, that's that's about uh, oh three and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So about so I was right about two hundred eighty grand per month in revenue, and then that's up from you said thirty percent. So maybe you were doing about what like two two hundred thirty thousand bucks a month a year ago, something like that. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Where's most of the growth coming from? What's the growth channel you're using? So our. Um Direct market uh, model uh, is all funded, uh, fueled by, or our funnel is fueled by digital marketing. So we've got SEO, pay-per-click strategies to get people to our website. We get about 100, 120 inquiries per month. There's a bit of seasonality in there based on um, on, on the months uh, where, where we're a little bit busier sometimes towards the end of um, the calendar years and the beginning of calendar years. Um, so we get these inquiries coming in and we convert 25% of those to customers. That's our metric that we've, we've kept pretty consistent. Okay, so what do you 
do you do? Walk me through the process. 120 new leads come in every single month. What, what's the next step between that and then writing a check or paying you for first the first month? Yeah, yeah, sure. So we've got a team of six sales guys at the moment. Um, they're split into enterprise and SMEs. Um, enterprise for us is kind of a mid-market company, anything up from 500 people up to maybe 25,000 people. A large company's got, it's got 25,000. So we split the teams between SME and um, and this sort of enterprise mid-market side um, because there's a different sales <coughs> process that you kind of need to go through. But ultimately, what we're trying to do is have a conversation once that inquiry comes in very quickly whilst people are still on the website if possible. So we'll follow up uh, a, a, an email form that's come through our website with a phone call. We'll engage with that customer, understand what their starting position is, what they're wanting, and we'll try and get them onto a demo, an online demo via screen share. When we get them onto an online demo via screen share, we've got a 50% conversion rate of people who see days to signing up with the system. Um, so we run them through a demo. Uh, it takes about 40 minutes normally. We'll demo by by user and an HR manager. Often our buyers are HR managers or um, HRDs or payroll or finance type people. Um, and then following that demo, they'll get access to a trial system, which we'll put their logo on. and We'll give them some pretend data um, in that trial system. Then we'll let them loose on it for a week or so. And during that week, we'll send them a few emails to try and trigger them to use the trial and see if they um, can use some of the advanced features. And then we'll get in touch with them during that week as well to try and see what they're doing and how they're finding it. And then we'll try and sign them up. You guys hear me joke all the time that I am horrible at managing big teams. It was one of the things I struggled with at my first SaaS company, Heyo. And you also know that I'm getting more and more founders come on the show where their teams are almost completely remote. Well, here's the secret they don't tell you. A lot of these remote teams actually start by a founder with an idea using freelancer talent, right? The tricky part is it's really hard to find quality freelancer talent. In fact, I wrote about this in my book. It's one of the sections people read and ping me about the most, but finding that talent is really difficult. So. For example, when I wanted to come up with a new magazine cover, the design, I had to figure out how to get designs done cheaply and quickly with talented people. And I used Fiverr to do that. And I'm going, wow, I love if I could figure out a way to get a discount for my people to use Fiverr. And thankfully it's taken me a little bit of time, but I finally have gotten a discount. So here's the cool thing. If you want to use Fiverr to find freelance talent, you can take Fiverr and check out Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, and you'll get 10% off your first order by using my code T-O-P. That's top. It's super easy. So don't waste any more time and get the services you deserve by going to fiverr.com and using the code top. Again, super proud I was able to do this. Over the next several months, I'm going to tell you guys little stories of how I use freelance talent on Fiverr to do things like do web queries, um, parse information I need, database management, Excel sheet building, uh, competitive intelligence on my competitors, all kinds of stuff. I'll download it to you over the next several months and document how I'm doing it. But for now, get started at Fiverr.com and use code TOP for 10% off. How many demos uh, is a salesperson doing each week on average? Um, probably seven or eight demos. A week. Um, it's, it's about a one a day. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit. It's a little bit um, less for some of the enterprise guys yeah. uh, because they, they. Yeah. And and so walk me through kind of capital history today. So have you raised any additional capital besides the private equity? No. Okay. Um, we all we all we have to do is raise funds to um, buy out uh, the, the, the my partner, my previous partner, essentially the business, um, and now we're just running uh, into growth mode. Okay. And so, how much did you have to raise to do that? Um, it was about ten million. 
okay, about 10 to buy them out. So your partner had what, like 60, 70% of the company? He, no, he had more than that. He had, um, well, there were two, there were two of them really. One was a silent partner. So one of them had, in total, they had 80% of the company. Got um, it. yeah. And then there's, there's, um, there was another guy who was running it with me who's still here. He's our CTO, uh, Chris, and uh, him and I shared the rest of the company. And then since the buyout, we've kind of rejiggled the numbers with a private equity firm um, and made it really interesting. Um, so does the private equity firm now own, obviously, if they own, if they own 80%, you're still in the same situation you were before. Do they own less than 50% now? Yeah. Um, no, sorry. They own uh, about 60%. Okay. This is interesting. So this is almost like a reverse search fund model, like right where you actually had the company is spun it out. I don't know if you're familiar with search funds, uh, but that's what this feels like to me. So you were essentially valuing the company, you know, it's, you were at $3.5 million run rate. I mean, you were valuing the company at basically 12 million bucks, right? Or about three, four X when you decided to buy them out. Yeah, it was about that. Uh, it, I mean, it was it was really us going to market to find to find a private equity company who wanted to get involved with um, the, the management buyout. Um, and then it was down to us um, making sure that we had the right uh, numbers for the for the for the guy that we wanted to move on, um, making it uh, sensible for him. It wasn't a hostile thing. It was a very friendly situation. It was different times of our lives. Twenty years older than me. Getting, and, by the way, he's getting paid ten million bucks. It shouldn't be hostile. He should be on a yacht somewhere. Yeah, exactly. All right, exactly. Um, exactly. What's the team size today? How many people? So we got thirty people. Remote? Um, everyone's in this one office that I'm sitting in here in Nottingham, which is right in the middle of England. Um, there are four new starters this month, which takes us up to 30. Um, Great. So yeah, we're, one of those guys is actually a CRO, um, our first CRO. So I've been kind of running that, the, the sales division, as well as a lot of the other things you do, I guess, when you're uh, in, this, in this situation. Um, but hiring the CRO, his task really is to take our sales team up to about 20 people, including putting together an SDR team, um, to, to do some proper outbound. We're also starting to partner with other companies. Um, so we've got a really nice uh, partnership in place with a large talent management solutions provider. We've got about 30 odd billion users of their platform and they're, they're selling eDays as a part Which of one? their HR solution, Cornerstone. Okay. And are you operating at break even today or profitable? We're profitable. Okay, yeah, we're, profitable. yeah. I mean, we, th this is a different situation from a lot of the US companies. I think uh, with UK companies, often um, you know you've got a, a more of an eye on that profitability, um, and we're about forty-five percent um, EBITDA margin. Okay, that's great. So, on uh, just to be clear, that would mean on two hundred thirty grand, or, two, or sorry, no, not two thirty. You're doing two ninety a month. You're saying you're taking essentially every month. What would that be? One hundred thirty thousand bucks to the bottom line. <laughs> Uh, yes, it's about a million pounds a year. So yep. roughly about the same as what you said there. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's interesting. Very good. All right. What, um, we're trying to, what we're trying to do now, Nathan is, is, is really, um, not focus so much on that, on that margin and, and really focus on ARR growth. Yep. Um, so we're starting to load a lot more cost into the business. We've moved offices. We've got a really nice location here. Now we're adding marketing team. What's um, churn today? Um, so we've got net negative churn. Um, what's gross churn? Um, 8% of our customers, um, is, is our, is our, would, would be our, uh, logo churn. Say again? Annually? Annually. Yeah. And then when you yeah. say net revenue retention is greater than a hundred, how far above a hundred? Um, it's about 105%, 106%. But, okay. um, what, what we haven't had up to date is anything additional to sell to our customers. Now we're starting to widen the application so we can actually start putting more, um, through the upsell route. To be clear though, Steve, if you're turning 8%, you've got to expand that same cohort by 13% to get to net revenue retention of 105. Is that right? 
uh, your brain probably moves quicker than the mind. Uh, it, so- it sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. If I just take a, if you just take the core that signed up a year ago and you assume all of them say so 100%, but they don't. So you lose 8%. In order to make up that gap, you got to sell 8% plus an additional 5%. So 13% to get to 105 net revenue retention. Uh, maybe, although a lot of the customers that do leave, if we're looking at logos churning, a lot of those customers that leave are those little companies that don't actually make that much of an impact. Oh, what's revenue it, churn, not logo churn? Um, yeah, sorry, I was talking about logo churn. What's revenue churn? It's lower uh, than 8%, it sounds like. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a lot lower. A lot okay. lower. Because those customers that, um, I don't know that number off the top of my head, but okay. um, the, 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 low, um, the customers that, that are churning are normally the smaller customers. Yep, yep. What about you know, growth? You said you're going to go all in here, kind of be more aggressive. What are you paying to get a new $200 a month customer? Um, our average, ah, take some notes on that one. Our average co- cost of acquisition in dollars is a, just below $2,000. Okay, so 10-month payback? Uh, eight and a half months is how okay. I calculate uh, the payback. Yeah, um, lifetime value is really strong on on eBay's. I mean, companies um, seem to just stick on board on on board for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we choose a five year LTV um, average to calculate our lifetime value. Yeah, but it's certainly it's sort of six and a half or so times the uh, the cost of acquisition. That's great. Yeah, you said you took notes. You must do you listen to the show. Um, so my marketing guy, this was arranged while I was in Mexico on holiday. Um, so my marketing guys did this and I was like, who's this Nathan Latka guy? I'm so sorry. I didn't know about you already, <laughs> but I, I'm going to tune in a lot because they were really cool. So yeah, I listened to a couple of casts about an hour before we had this call. So I thought That's I'd great. just make a couple of notes, see if I can uh, try and keep up with you. You're doing, you're doing great, man. We're, we're actually here about to wrap up. Uh, congrats on the growth. By the way, any US expansion plans or no? Yeah, I hope so. And we've got about 60-odd companies using eDays in the US. Do you have um, a subsidiary here already? No, we don't. But we've developed functionality to deal with the, with, with the PTO situation that you have out there in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a very different, all the countries in the world have different ways of managing what we do in, in, in our application. And so we had to go uh, to the drawing board and, and sort of invent a system to deal with quite a lot of the different local, localization requirements. And the PTO side and the US side um, is kind of in the system now. So we want to try and see if we can get over the water there a bit more aggressively. Yeah, very interesting. Would you um, would you consider using something or raising something like venture debt, non dilutive venture debt, to drive growth or no? Not at this stage. Yeah, you just use it based off your cash flow. Yeah, yeah, very good. All right, let's wrap up with our famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, I read recently um, Measure, Measure What Matters, um, yep. which is a John Durr book I really enjoyed. And I also read um, Aaron Ross's uh, Impossible to Inevitable, I think it's called. And a couple of recent ones that I've read that I thought were great. In the early days, I used to read up a lot of the stuff from Bessemer Partners uh, that they published. I guess it's not a business book, but a lot of good material that I read on there. Um, and, and now I, I, I watch quite a lot of the blogs, you know, the, the Sastra stuff, the Open View Partners um, blogs. Those I find really useful. Good. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, not really. No, okay. I, I tend to just read books and look at blogs. That's good. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the company? There's no doubt at all that Salesforce um, CRM has, uh, has been super efficient for us in, in growing this company and getting the data that we needed to scale. Good. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> I'm pretty good at sleep, actually. Probably about six and a half, seven hours. I've got a little two-year-old, so um, he's sort of messing around with that a little bit. That's but, good. So married with a two-year-old? Uh, we're engaged. Uh, oh, we're getting congrats. married. Getting, thank you. Getting married in June out in uh, one of the Greek islands. That's exciting. Okay. Uh, one kiddo, and how old are you? I'm 40, just turned, and uh, one kiddo, two years old. You're not getting married at Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club, are you? 
Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't know she had a beach club, but um, no, if, if she can invite me, I'll come along. I'm totally kidding. You wouldn't want to get married there, I don't think. All right, last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? I think um, my dad passed on some great advice to me, which always kept me really um, on top of things and, and made me a very positive person. And it was really just to believe in yourself, trust your instincts, believe, in your, believe that you can do what you need to do. Keep reading, keep investing in yourself and, and your own learning um, and keep enthusiastic and try and bring that enthusiasm to other people. If you can do that, you won't go far wrong. Guys, E-Days, believe in yourself. Spun out, or actually launched inside a bigger company in 2007, spun out in 2016. Now, 1,400 customers paying 200 bucks a month, so doing about $290,000 per month in revenue, up from 230,000 bucks a month just about a year ago. So 30% year-over-year growth rate. They're very profitable, 45%. EBITDA, taking about 130 grand per month to the bottom line. They did have to raise about 10 million bucks about a year and a half, two years ago to buy out a founder and another guy that owned about 80% of the company. But now, just uh, Steve and his, and his team building the company, 30 people in England, just brought on a CRO, 8% logo churn annually, uh, doing net revenue retention of about 105% each year, spending two grand to get a new $200 per month customer. So eight and a half month payback period, assuming, uh, you know, they assume about a five-year LTV of about 12 grand as well. Steve, uh, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you very much. Lovely to meet you.